Hey there, this is Own Your Unique Words, a podcast for gutsy authors who want to level up their fiction and increase their sales. I'm Janina Polito, multi-published best-selling author, wordtastic editor, fearless marketing strategist, and CEO of Uncommon Universes Press. In other words, I do all of the things, and I want to pass on that joy to you with proven tricks to grow your fiction business without burning out. Remember, every time you subscribe, an otter gets a skateboard. And the world definitely needs more otters with skateboards. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Episode 7 of Own Your Unique Words with Janina Polito. Okay, so last week I had the incredible Margaret McGriff on the show to discuss content marketing. And in my email newsletter, I received an excellent question about how to repurpose content easily, because something is only easy if you know how to do it easily. Otherwise, you're just sitting there going, okay, um, what am I missing here? <laughs> Why is this easy for everyone else? Where is this magic wand? And you know I love making things easier on all y'all epic authors doing your epic fiction business life. So we're going to dive right into some tips and tricks for content repurposing. Yay! All right. So first things first, we're going to define the topic. Content marketing is connecting with readers or other customers, clients, etc. It's used in a lot of fields. Um, connecting with them by creating content or value that they will naturally connect to. So this content that you're making attracts your ideal readers to you and helps to build relationships. Um, A no like trust factor so that they want to buy your product. And so rather than direct marketing where you're just going there and you know you're going to be sold um, to, kind of like going to a um, pampered chef party or something where you know you're going there to get sales pitches for various products. Content marketing focuses more on building a relationship and naturally attracting ideal readers to you, kind of a like attracts liked thing. And it makes for a lot easier sales, especially if you're not feeling very salesy. (laughs) Now, content repurposing is reusing a core piece of content in multiple places online. For example, I've shared elements of a single podcast episode on my weekly newsletter, on the Own Your Unique Words Instagram feed, on my Janina Bolito Unique Words Facebook page, and in the future I'll be adapting selected episodes into blog posts and promoting them on Pinterest. And when I say me, I mean I'll be creating systems and training others to do things for me because this is how I don't burn out with doing author services and running a publishing company and also writing my books and publishing my own books on my own. Now, a typical question for content repurposing is, won't repurposing content more people? Like, won't they get it? Won't they understand that this is not all new all the time? And I totally understand where you're coming from there. Um, I have a weakness that's called I must always be original. Now this is a strength because I write books and stuff that are very quirky and different and original. But the thing is, we live in a fast paced world where often the algorithms stink, which means all that precious hyper original content you're putting out there is probably not getting seen as much as you think it is. The reach of social media posts isn't always great but you still got to show up there. 
Sometimes your email newsletter doesn't get delivered. I've had direct emails lately not get delivered where I had to message someone and say, hey, are you, you know, did you get that? And they're like, literally didn't. And a client was messaging me something or sending me an, an email and asking if I'd received it and I hadn't. And if that happens with direct emails, your email newsletter may not always be getting into the inbox, even though, you know, it's a great um, angle to go. And then Sometimes when you had that amazing piece of content out there, people were just busy or tired or distracted or going through a loss or a difficult time. It happens to all of us. So repurposing content allows people to connect with their content again. It allows them to have that second chance to look at it. It gives them grace and the benefit of a doubt. Plus, let's be honest, we all need reminders sometimes. I literally got an email in my um, inbox this morning uh, from an author who had just published a book and I went, oh yeah, I totally wanted to read that. I've been wanting to read that for a while, but you know, my life is busy. So reminders are good things. Now, the only time you don't want to directly repurpose content, the only time you don't want to directly copy and paste that blog post is if you've promised content specifically for a certain platform, such as on a blog tour. Putting out the exact same blog post on your own blog platform is kind of obnoxious because you're competing with the nice people who offered to share their space with you. However, you can take snippets of that blog post and share those around and then link back to the hosted post and send some traffic to the nice person who decided that it would be a great idea to host you on their platform and share their readers with you. This is also a great way to build solid relationships in the author community. If someone hosts content about your book, share, 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 and thank them. Now for shares on social media, so that's become a little more popular where someone will say, well, I don't really do a blog, but I will put this character interview on my Instagram. I'd wait at least a few months before major repurposing, depending on the person's posting rate. Let's just be honest, Instagram isn't going to get the SEO as a blog post, so I wouldn't feel the same need to never post that content again, but still give them a couple of months to get some attention through it. And then, you know, you can start taking bits and pieces um, as you go. Now, where to start? Let's talk about how we do this. First things first for content repurposing is you actually need to have a clear vision of your author brand that crucial element that dictates how you're gonna show up online and that meaningful way that your books connect with readers. And you need to make sure you have a list of ways that your book is unique and awesome, a way, a bunch of different kinds of content. And we're gonna actually talk about that in next week's episode. But you need to have a good author brand to really figure out how to repurpose content. Uh, content. And in fact, one of the things that motivated my rebranding that I did uh, in well, I started in September of 2020 was trying to figure out new ways of content repurposing and I realized I was struggling and the problem was my brand wasn't quite clear enough to make it easy for me. So author brands, important. Now you need to choose your core place online that you can show up consistently. For authors, the first place to show up is actually your books. As an author, your books are your core piece of content. They are what you are selling and they're what you're pulling free samples from to entice people, the right people to buy them. So if you're not planning on showing up with everything you have in your books, 
do not bother with the rest of this content creation and repurposing. That core product, that core awesome needs to be there first. This is why it's crucial to ask alpha and beta readers what they love about your books and the quotes they like. You're getting market research and valuable feedback from your readers. So your book's got to be solid and you need to be sure about what your core motivation is and who you're trying to reach and all of that, which is why online I'm always asking all those pesky questions about what, what are your goals? You know, who, what was your inspiration for this? What do you want to do? And you're like, Janine, just give me like a checklist. But if you don't have those core things in place, a checklist isn't going to help you, friends. So <laughs> make sure you have that ironed out. Now, beyond your book, because you're also selling your book, a secondary core place to find content can be your blog, your YouTube channel, your podcast, etc. This can also be social media if you choose, but make sure you're actively repurposing the content to platforms that you own, like an email newsletter or a blog. I've actually been doing a lot of content work with Instagram because I like making graphics and doing content there. You have to, for me, I really like to show up in a very intentional um put together way. And so when I focus on making that nice for Instagram, I have a reason to have beautiful pictures that I can then repurpose elsewhere. But I'm still taking that content and putting it elsewhere. So even if one of your core spaces where you're going to post something first is a social media channel, make sure that you are repurposing to more permanent locations. And as you're showing up with amazing content in your book, uh, also show up with amazing content in your core place. So your book needs to be awesome. You know, you need to have a good book cover. Um, you need to have a well-edited book. You need to know who you're talking to. And then you also need to make sure that you are investing some quality into good content that you can turn around again. And this is where you have to understand your branding. So if your branding's like, well, I don't really care. I just kind of show up however, that is a little more difficult to repurpose because it's so distinctly from a certain time and place. Now, I'm all about, you know, you being your authentic self and showing up the way you need to. But sometimes you may need to find a happy medium between showing up just however you are and putting a little more intentionality into it. Content repurposing is all about intentionality. So even if you're going to have like some times where you just kind of show up and, you know, there's no makeup or, you know, you're wearing an old ratty t-shirt from last year, which is fine. I show up that way sometimes. Go back to your branding and be intentional about it. And then also make sure you have core pieces of content that are a little more dressed up, especially if your audience will appreciate that. Now, as you have all that content together, you've got your author branding, you figured out where your core space is, you figured out where you're going to go with who you're speaking to, make sure that you are saving, saving, saving your content. I have many folders in on Canva Pro where I save my content um, in the cloud. And I also have folders on my computer where I save content. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook, I do one random questions. I save every single one of those for, well, it's actually going to be a, a future release sometime. I save all of those pretty Instagram pictures. I have just different folders of different things that I've made and I save them there. The beautiful thing about this is if I get invited to an event, if I get invited to guest at a book launch party online, if I get invited to speak somewhere, I have all of this content, all these pictures, quotes from different books, all set up on different folders to make my life easier. 
So you have to put a little bit of organization in that to make it easier for you. And actually, the outline for this podcast episode that I'm recording right now is saved online on Google Drive so that it can be referenced to create show notes, uh, to help create a blog post, to help with other content, etc. So organizing and saving content is crucial to repurposing. You have to be able to put things in certain places so that you can find them again and reuse them. Now, once you have all of these crucial pieces in place, once you have your book locked down with a good cover and you know you're getting good editing, once you have an idea of where you're going to post content first and where you're going to repurpose content, then you can start creating and reusing your content. Make a schedule somewhere. I use Google Calendar, um, but you can use whatever works for you. And start scheduling where you're gonna show up first and then where you're going to repurpose that. And you can go ahead and make it as detailed as you want. So you can say, okay, on like the first and third Fridays of the month, I put the content here and then I put this stuff here and I put this stuff here. I find that in the fiction author world, stuff is not always that nicely linear. (laughs) Um, It is in other business um, areas, but the fiction world's a little bit wibbly wobbly. But you can, you know, schedule it according to different book launch strategies. Um, You can schedule it according to certain bookstagram challenges you're following or different holiday events that you want to celebrate, etc. And what I will say is when you make a schedule, hold it lightly and then always go back and see how it works. And if it's working the best for you, less is more. And I like to do a lot of things but I'm always going, okay, how can I show up less and better and consistently than inconsistently in these giant blitzes? Part of content marketing is being that consistent friend or that consistent helper who's showing up at certain times and people can trust that you're going to be there. So it's better to do less and be consistent than to do more and burn out, not just for your mental health, but also for your business. Now, in terms of what kinds of content to create, that can be anything from quote graphics to book inspiration, to character exclusives, to sharing similar books. In fact, the type of content to create and share deserves its own episode, which is why I'm giving it one next week. And we'll talk about all these different kinds of author and bookish content you can create in ways that work for you and flow with your unique words. Now, the one thing I will say you always should create, always, 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 are quote graphics. Quotes from your book help to sell your book. It is a free sample, and the right quotes connecting with the right people can lead to an insta-buy and even lead to readers who auto-buy your book because they know what they're going to get. So my personal must-have for graphic repurposing, especially with quotes, is Canva Pro. This is completely like shameless plug. I don't get any money from this. I just happen to use it all the time. My publishing house has a pro account. I have my own business pro account separately. 13 bucks a month, I get loads of design options, templates, a slew of photos, animations. They keep adding things. And I have a design brain, but I don't have all the technical skills to like play around with fancy Photoshop things. (laughs) 
so it saves me a lot of time. And there's a free version if you want to test out. So there's my plug for that. I get no money from them for that. It's just something that I use a lot and I have used for a while and it works for me for making quote graphics and other kinds of graphics, but use what works for you. Now, thanks for hanging out with me, Epic Author. I'm so glad we got to chat again and I hope this inspires you to try out some content repurposing. And if it made you go, oh, I really need to work on my author brand because I don't know what I'm doing feel free to reach out and ask me what that looks like. Get a coaching session with me to get some clarity on that. Uh, It's one of my favorite things to talk about. And just really own those unique words and make sure you invest in yourself so that you can rock your fiction book business life. Now, don't forget to click the subscribe button on Apple. Follow me on Spotify. Just, you know, nicely, but not really stalk me on channels, including uh, Own Your Unique Words on Instagram. And sign up for my email newsletter to get more fun tips and tricks. First, I literally will randomly put stuff in there that no one else gets because it didn't come to my brain until that moment. (laughs) So it's a great place to get all that fun stuff. Now, go forth and be awesome.